Hallelujah. Aren't you grateful for the goodness of the Lord? Hallelujah. Good evening, everybody. How is everybody today? Doing good, I believe. I sure am. Hallelujah. Blessed, blessed beyond measure. You need to get wider podiums, David. (laughs) Excuse me, Pastor. I've known David for a long time, so I call him David. Excuse me. I need to respect you as Pastor. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm just so excited to be here and and to experience uh, the goodness of God. You know, there's not anything like His goodness. The world that does not know God does not understand goodness when it comes right down to it. (laughs) They think they do, but they don't. And uh, what's good to them is good, but it's not lasting. And the good things of God and the goodness of God is always lasting. Praise God. I'm so grateful and so thankful. Hallelujah. Well, you know, I've been praying a lot about this meeting and uh, just, you know, seeking the Lord. And I learned a long time ago, just pray in the Holy Ghost and let the Spirit of God minister to you yes. and to me. And then as, as I speak forth in that which the Father God wants to say comes out, you know. Uh, I will share this with you. You know, um, when my husband Buddy went to heaven, uh, the Lord spoke to me and said, you know, the vision hasn't changed. So I knew what that meant. I meant that we have FCF International, which is an organization of churches and ministers and missionaries and pastors and and uh, all over the world. And God has blessed us tremendously. And uh, I knew what he meant when he said that. And I thought, Lord, but, but he's not here. <laughs> and he said, the vision hasn't changed. And so I knew by that that, you know, I was to carry that on, and I did that for many years. And um, then I was aware that it was a time of transition, you know, to transition that to the person that he had uh, placed and prepared for that time. And so I prayed about that. I prayed about it for two years. I didn't take it lightly. I wanted to know I was following God and walking in His timing. It's important that you follow God, but it's secondly important that you walk in His timing in that obedience and following Him. Hallelujah. So... um, my daughter, Cookie uh, Brothers, is the CEO of SCF now. And in that transli- transition, the Lord uh, actually gave me a prophecy through one of our missionaries in, in South Africa. And because um, during that transition, I had my uh, 70th birthday. And so they always send something out to all the pastors and ministers and everything. And so he said, you know, I really don't have anything to give, Lord. He said, the, the sum that I could send by the time it was changed into American money would be nothing, you know. And um, so he woke up the next morning, and the Lord gave him this prophecy. I have it, and I won't read it. But one of the things that he said in there 
that really, I mean, it blessed me, but at the same time it just was so humbling. And he said this to me. He said, where I send you is where I want to speak. And he said, you listen to me and you follow me and I will speak forth through you that which I desire to say to these, to my people. And I thought, wow, <laughs> that, that, you know, that's very humbling. And, um, so I said, well, Lord, you know, I'll just obey you because in that transition, he had already told me that he wanted me to travel more and be involved more in, churches and and sharing the practical truth that he's always instructed me to talk about which is the Holy Spirit and um, I said something one day to one of my friends, she's from England and I said, you know what I teach is just very practical she said, but you don't understand she said, it may be practicable practicable But it is very deep, and there's such a strong anointing that comes from you when you share it because you've taught it for so many years and you've lived it for so many years. Well, I hadn't thought about that. You know, I'm just thinking about what I'm supposed to do, you know. And so that really blessed me to see another person's perceptive of it. And she said, anybody that comes to hear you should come prepared to hear what the Spirit of God is saying because it always happens. And I was so grateful and thankful, you know. I I can't tell you every morning. I just, that's what I get up doing is praising the Lord and telling Him how thankful I am and how grateful I am. Because my, 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 my. Everybody don't have all the opportunities that I've had. That's very true. But you have opportunities. And you need to follow forth and walk forth in the opportunities that you have. And God has given to you. Amen? Amen. It's so important in this day that we live especially. Oh, my goodness. Let's see if I can put this up here like that. I need to use that here in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, let me move that chair back a little bit. Well, I thought I would. Just move back just a little bit if you don't mind. I don't think I'm going to need it tonight. Sometimes I, I want to sit down, other times I don't. So we're always prepared, right? <laughs> so um, I want us to just, just get quiet for a moment. And let's just pray and thank Jesus for this night. Father God, we're so grateful. We're so thankful that we have the privilege for this night, Lord, to worship you, to magnify you, to glorify the name above all names, the name of Jesus. Ah, wonderful name. Oh, what a wonderful name. We're so grateful, Father, for your goodness and all that you've done for us and continue to do for us. We thank you for this evening, Father, that we have the privilege to gather together in unity to hear the Word of God, to hear what the Spirit of God is saying through the Word to us so that we are changed and will never be the same. Hallelujah. We give you all glory. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit that you live big this night in and through us and you demonstrate the goodness of the Father God and we give you glory in Jesus name Amen Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Praise the Lord Praise the Lord Praise the Lord Thank you Jesus 
so we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit, <laughs> and we'll just see what happens from there. Because, uh, you know, you, you, when you get in a service, you know to a point or kind of what the Spirit of God wants. But at the same time, because of the people here and because the people are drawing, you know, then God, He answers. Yes, he does. Hallelujah. And he helps each and every one of us as we draw on the gift that God has placed in front of us, which tonight happens to be me. Hallelujah. So let's believe God. Yes. That we hear clearly and we say and move and do whatever the Spirit of God says. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And of course, um, most of my teachings really are talk about, are, are about life in the Holy Spirit. Or living life in the Holy Spirit, or like my book says, overflowing with the Holy Spirit. And um, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that know who God is. I didn't say they knew Him. They know who He is. And there's a lot of people that also know who Jesus is. But they don't know, or they have lack, a lack of knowledge of who the Holy Spirit is. And the Holy Spirit is just as much a part of the Godhead as the Father and Jesus is. So it's important that we understand when we're walking in the Word and maturing in the things of God that we have the triune, God the Father, Jesus the Son, the Holy Spirit, living on the inside of us. Because the Word says what? When you receive me, Jesus said, when you receive me, not only do I come to live with you, but the Father and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then when he uh, was was going to be uh, hung on the cross and die and be raised again, he said... I have to leave so that I can leave with you here on the the earth someone that can lead you and guide you every day of your life in your plan of salvation that God has for you. Glory to God. (laughs) You know, every one of us have a plan of salvation that God has for us. It's one thing to get born again, you know. And I believe in here we're all born again. It's one thing to get born again, but it's another thing to know how to live out that plan of salvation that God is in intended and, and, and designed for you. It's important. And you do that by the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. And he tells us in John that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. That he never tells us anything apart from the truth who is Christ. Amen? So what does he do? He always directs us back to Christ who is the one that saved us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So through the Holy Spirit, then He can lead us and guide us in the plan of salvation that Christ and the Father God has designed for us. Hallelujah. That to me is exciting. That's enough for me to shout. Amen. Because I don't have to walk through this earth by myself not knowing the next step I'm going to take or not knowing what's going to happen here what's going to happen there. It's true there are things that do surprise us, but that doesn't mean that we have to go through life with a total surprise. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but we go through life with a confidence. Hallelujah. Because when I received Jesus, God said, I will give you my righteousness through Jesus. So I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Hallelujah. Not only that, he said, I have left the Holy Spirit with you, who is 
the one that does the action behind my will. So the Holy Spirit is the action behind the Father's will. So he's going to lead you always in the right path because he's leading you according to the Father's will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's exciting. It is exciting. When we contemplate on it and meditate on it, there's so much in the Word that we need to just take time to meditate on. A lot of people say, well, I don't know how to meditate. Yes, you do. You most definitely do. Do you know how to worry? (laughs) Worry is the negative out here about the things that's going on out here and worry about this, worry about that. Meditation is thinking about, which that's what you do when you worry. You make all these situations a lot bigger than what they are because uh, of how you have worried and thought about them and talked about them. But over here with the Word, when you take the Word and you meditate on that Word and you listen to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit begins to real reveal to you and you have understanding of that Word, then as you meditate on that, yes, it becomes big in you. And as a result, it becomes real in you and it's operative in your life. Hallelujah. So we need to learn that we need the Holy Spirit. (laughs) We need the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In every area of our life to complete, bring completion to everything in us that God said. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit even uh, convicts the sinner and draws him into repentance. Hallelujah. Amen. And he leads us as believers into the truth all the time and into deeper and deeper and deeper revelation and knowledge of him. And and through that we learn to build in an intimate relationship with him which causes us to know that we know that we know the Father God. And we know that we know that we know who God is and who we are in him. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And let's see, I'm not anywhere in my notes, so let's see here. <laughs> so, uh, and that's how we learn to worship is by the Holy Spirit. Wasn't that beautiful tonight? Oh, hallelujah, bless me. It just sets, it just sets the pace for the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And, and, uh, Brother David is so, I don't know where he went, but, I thought I heard you back there a while ago. He is so blessed and anointed by the Holy Spirit and just brings you, even with, a while ago when he was playing behind me, it was just like, oh, hallelujah. You know, yes, it's just a wonderful, it's wonderful. And we don't realize a lot of times how we are blessed that God would give to us for this meeting these three people that can so whatever that word is (laughs) help us and affect us and bring us into that place with Him where only we're thinking about Him because we are here to hear Him. You're not here to hear me. You're here to hear the Father God by the Spirit of God and what He is saying. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah, because within myself, I'm just like you. I'm nothing without Him. I may have a little bit of age on you, so therefore I've got a little bit more understanding, a little bit more revelation, but that doesn't mean that you can't have the same. Amen. And we're living, 
We're living in a time, folks, where God is speeding up things. And in that speeding up, the Holy Spirit is moving stronger and stronger and stronger. And in that speeding up, you're going to learn things and have revelation of things a lot sooner than even I did. Or even those are a little younger than us did. Because of what God is doing on the earth. That's why you can't look out here. And, and, and all that's happening. That's just a facade, folks. You need, if you're a believer, you should not be in fear because Second Timothy tells us that God didn't give us a spirit of fear. So if He didn't give you to it and you belong to God, then it doesn't belong to you. So you shouldn't be operating in fear in any area of your life. Much less right now. <laughs> and, and you don't look at how it seems, you know. You look at what the truth of the Word of God says. And the truth of the Word of God says that He is not coming until everybody has heard the gospel. gospel. And everybody has not heard the gospel. And I want to tell you something. This country is the only country that was founded on God. So as a result... God is the one that's going to see to it that what he has said about this country is coming to pass. But we have to believe that, we have to receive that, we have to have understanding of it. And if you, 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 you learn that by listening to the Holy Spirit instead of listening to all the junk that's going on out there. <laughs> and there's so many lies and so many things happening. And understand this. Every television station on the television is a company. And they're there to make money. And so they do whatever it takes to make money. Because they've got it, they want to keep going. And if they don't make the money, then they can't keep going. So what do they do? They get this news that I call is, uh, uh, Entertainment news. You know, anything that will entertain you or anything that's going to affect your way of living is what they're after. Because it keeps them going and keeps them moving. And we should not be reactors of the things of this world, but we should be actors of the truth of the Word of God. And somebody that's operating in fear is a reactor, and they're reacting to what the world is saying rather than knowing what the Word of God says and acting on that Word and speaking that Word. How do you act on the Word? You speak it. You speak it. Hallelujah. <laughs> so what you believe, you speak. Yeah. Do you not? Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's certainly not my notes. <laughs> but I just want, I want you to be settled in the fact that you are an overcomer. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus conquered everything for us. That's why we're more than conquerors. Because what he conquered, he gave to us. He said, all the promises and everything that I have, I have given to you. And then he gives an instruction in this word of how to receive that. And once we receive it, then our faith operates by speaking forth that with truth which we have received. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Simple but true. So look at yourself and look at what's happening and think about what you're saying. 
so what you say will definitely change your world. Hallelujah. Praise God. Whew, hallelujah. <laughs> the Holy Spirit dwells within us to perfect us on the inside. In other words, the real me, my spirit man, the, the, the Holy Spirit dwells within my spirit man to perfect me or mature me in the character of Jesus or the Father God, however you want to look at it. To me, they're the same. They have the same character. Yeah. Hallelujah. And that's the fruit of the Spirit. And in Galatians 5.22, you all know this, it says that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Huh. Self-control, that's a big one. <laughs> it got quiet. <laughs> it got quiet, didn't it? <laughs> So, and you notice it's not the fruits of the Spirit, it is the fruit of the Spirit. And why is it the fruit of the Spirit? Because one will not grow without the other. And if you notice, the first one in the, in the list is love. So the Lord spoke to me, He had me studying on love for two years, and the Lord spoke to me during that time, and He said, if you notice there, it says love first. He said, the reason it says love first, because if your love is not operating, and you're not allowing your love to mature, then the rest of the fruit is not gonna mature as it should in your life. Because why? God, He said this to me, because I am love. And who I am is what causes the rest of the fruit to grow as it should. And you're in me. He's saying all this to me. He said, and you're in me, and I'm in you. Therefore, you are love. And as you learn to operate in who you are as God, love, then the rest of that fruit is going to come along and mature with you strongly. Hallelujah. So these, all of these things are important in learning to listen to the Holy Spirit and allow Him to work in you because He's going to help you with these things. And you know, there's so many people, so many people that say, well, I just can't help it. I just can't do that. I, I just, I, 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 I can't. I can't, can't should not even be in your vocabulary. Why? Because God is a can God. And there's nothing impossible with God. So can't should not be in your vocabulary, only can. I can do all through Christ which strengthens me. Hallelujah. (laughs) Uh, Glory to God. I get excited about the word. I'll tell you what. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Thank God. And it causes me to triumph all the time. Hallelujah. Triumphant in Christ all the time. Glory to God. So when we look at self-control, I want to point this out. You can control yourself. You have self-control. You do have it in every area. Um, I learned this uh, the hard way. (laughs) My son was... um, Addicted for many years on alcohol and drugs. And, um, he, he finally got free of all that, glory to God, and he's living a victorious life. But what happens 
is once, if you don't exercise self, self, total self-control in your life, then you pick up something else to substitute the addiction that you have overcome. And a lot of people think that addiction is just alcohol, drugs, uh, pornography, that kind of thing. But I want to tell you, food is an addiction. Food is an addiction. Oh, it tastes so good. I know that I shouldn't eat anymore because I'm full, but this tastes so good, I'm going to eat it all. No, exercise self-control. You know, Buddy's granddaddy was an old-timey Pentecostal uh, preacher. In fact, he was in uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas, when they formed the Assemblies of God. And um, he was always just... He was tall, he was over six foot tall, and he was always, not thin, thin, but all, kept himself in shape. And he had a um, bad leg, so he couldn't exercise. He would walk, but he couldn't exercise like he needed, should, you know. So I talked to him one day, and I said, Granddaddy, what is it? Because grandmother, I mean, they're, they were from Louisiana. She cooked southern food. <laughs> and they had... Uh, I mean, she always, she made some kind of dessert every day. And I said, Granddaddy, what keeps you uh, so thin? Because grandmother, grandmother was a little French lady, and she was about as big around as she was tall. She wasn't very tall. She was about 4'11", but she was just a round little French woman. And in here, Granddaddy is tall and thin. And I said, Granddaddy, what, what helps you and keeps you in shape like this? And he said, well, I'll tell you. He said, I learned from a long time ago that you pay attention to your body. And he said, when I feel like I'm getting full, no matter how much is on my plate, I lay my fork down and I stop. He said, and he got this, he has had this cute little grin. He got this little grin on his face. And he said, especially if Clara has fixed some kind of dessert that I really like. <laughs> he said, I'm going to have room for that so that I'm not too full. And he said, I discipline myself along that line until it's just, it's just first place. I mean, it's just commonplace with me. I just do it. So that shows self-control. And I know when I, uh, you know, when I was a caretaker for my husband, and and when he uh, passed, and then I, a few months later, I looked in the mirror and I thought, oh my Lord, who is that woman? I had gained so much weight, and I hadn't even seen myself up until that time. You know, really seen myself, you know. And I thought, I got to do something about this. This is this is not good. <laughs> So, um, the Lord's so good. Yes. And because I said, Lord, you have to help me with this. I don't know where to start. I've never, I never had to diet before in my life. I, you know, I just gained a little bit of weight and then I just kind of cut back and it'd fall off and that was it, you know. And I said, Lord, you have to help me with this because I don't even know where to start. So I said, Lord, I believe you will help me with this. And he said, yes, I will. And he's so good. The first thing he said to me, he said, okay, first thing you do, and I don't know why I'm saying this, but anyway, it's prompted by the Spirit of God, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> but um, 
He said, the first thing you do is watch your portions. He said, cut your portions in half. I said, oh, okay. So I started doing that. And sometimes I kind of felt still hungry, but I thought, no. He said, cut them in half. So I'm going to cut them in half. So, and he said, and try to eat plenty of protein, plenty of vegetables, and uh, just watch, just, just watch your portions. I said, okay. So I did that, and I got control in that, where that, that portion, half of what I'd been eating, was plenty, was satisfying, no problem. I said, okay, Lord, what do I need to do next? And he said, okay, you need to cut out all whites. So what's that? That's sugar, bread, you know, flour, whatever. And I'm going, okay. <laughs> that was a little harder, harder because I like sugar. Anything sweet I liked, you know. Best thing in the morning used to be. It hadn't been in years and years and years. But used to, you know, a sweet roll or a donut and a cup of, co- cup of coffee. That was my breakfast and that was wonderful. <laughs> but there's not anything healthy about that at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I learned to change that. Not that I don't do it sometimes. I do every once in a great while, you know. Uh, at home we pass the, uh, with that no, no, Krispy Kreme and the the hot light, the hot light was on. <laughs> yeah. The hot light was on, and whoever was with me in the car, I said, you know, you see if that hot light was on, boy, my car just automatically pulled in there because I love those donuts when they're hot. And I said, but now it doesn't even entice me, it doesn't even phase me. I said, I don't know. I, I said, I can't tell you the last one I had, last time I had one of those donuts. Why? Because I learned self-control for me. And everybody's at a different level, in a different place, and they have to learn self-control for them. But I learned by listening to the Holy Spirit, and He helped me. And you know, He's so good. He brought my son, who is an excellent cook, back home. He was living in California. Excuse me. He brought him back home, and he began to cook for me. He said, Mom, I know what we can do. We can cook, we can cook this food. I'll go with these, these menus. And he said, and you'll just, you'll just begin to lose weight. And I said, okay. So he started cooking for me, you know, cooking healthy for me. Some kind of protein, some kind of vegetable, some kind of salad. Uh, no breads, of course. And then if you wanted something sweet, by their guidelines of what we were going, whatever menus we were going by, they said, cut up it was a certain portion, a fourth a cup of strawberries, fourth a cup of yogurt, and a tablespoon of honey, and mix it all together and eat it. Yeah. And he said, that will suffice your, your sugar um, craving, and you haven't indulged, and you haven't overdone, and you're satisfied. And you know what? It did. I was shocked. It did. And I would do that maybe once a week or once every two weeks. Just whenever I felt that little sugar craving, then I would do that, you know. And uh, But these are things that, that God showed me for me. And it helped me tremendously. I lost 85 pounds. And that was... Well, see, Buddy's been gone 23 years, so that was probably 20 years ago, and I have not gained one pound back. 
And the last few years, uh, the last couple of years, I've been just kind of holding back and watching what I eat and how much I eat, just because I need to lose a few more pounds. I haven't, I have got past my goal. I was wanting to get under a certain poundage, and I did that. But anyway. But God helps you. But I could do this now because I had learned self-control in that area. And um, this friend of mine one day, he said, he said, well, I have this rule, you know. He said, I have a one-bite dessert, I have a two-bite, and I have a three-bite, and I have eat it all. And I said, that's funny. I said, I do the same thing. And, you know, if somebody... uh, has a dessert and they offer I'll take a bite you know and I, oh yeah that's pretty good one bite's enough and like if you're sharing some, uh, a dessert you know sometimes you want two bites sometimes you want three and then sometimes you just have a knowing I just want a dessert right. and I get it and it tastes so good and I eat the whole thing you know piece of cake piece of pie whatever it is and then I just go on, I'm totally satisfied, and I probably won't eat anything sweet for a couple weeks, maybe three. Because why? I've learned self-control, and I'm complete in myself, and I'm satisfied in myself, and, and as a result, I talk good about myself, don't talk bad about myself. In fact, I'll tell you this, that day I looked in the mirror, I thought, Lord in mercy, who is that person? Oh, I said, Lord, I look awful. This is terrible. And Lord said, don't talk about yourself that way. Just speak forth what you need to do. And he said, what you need to do is see yourself small, smaller. He said, see yourself smaller. Amen. So that's what I began to do. And I began to see that, and then I began to ask him, and he helped me. Why? Because I knew the Holy Spirit. I knew his voice, and what he was sharing with me was truth, and it helped me and learned me, taught me to have self-control in the area of food. And that is what's so important. You know, it doesn't matter if something tastes good or not. If you're full, you don't need to eat anymore. And, you know, that that was difficult. Uh, in my younger years, that would have been really difficult for me if I had an issue with gaining weight because, you know, we were raised, or I was raised in the South, and this is yeah. in the South. I was raised, you know, with, there was always a dessert mm-hmm. after dinner, especially. Always. Some kind. So you expect to have that dessert. But I don't anymore. I don't care whether I have one or not. You know, I had one today at lunch because I wanted some key lime pie, which we don't get in Oklahoma. (laughs) I had a friend for many years that she had a key lime tree in her yard, and she would ship me up key limes. And I would squeeze them out and put them in little packages of the amount I needed to make a pie. So when I wanted a key lime pie, I would just pull out that key lime juice and make me a pie. But she don't, she's not living there anymore. She lives in Oklahoma now. <laughs> so I don't get my key limes anymore, which is good. <laughs> but again, it's not a big deal. You know, I have at home, I have 
a bowl sitting on my counter in my kitchen that's got all kinds of these little bite-sized candy bars and candies and stuff. And I have that for my grandkids and my great-grandkids. And uh, I have people come in all the time and say, how can you have that bowl of candy there and it just not drive you crazy? I said, I don't care. I could care less about it. I said, I may eat one of those little bite-sized candy bars once every two months. If that much. I said, just, it doesn't bother me. But I had to go to the place where I had self-control, where things didn't bother me in that area. And that's what you have to do in every area of your life. But it's by the Holy Spirit that you learn to do that. So you can have self-control spiritually and physically and in your soul. Hallelujah. Why? Because of the Holy Spirit. Because He always leads you into truth. And the truth of the Word, always, always, the knowledge of it, always sets you free. That's what He says in John, right? He didn't say the truth sets you free. He said it's knowing the truth that sets you free. So I had to exercise that. I had to work in that. And, and exercise myself and exercise that self-control and go by what the Spirit of God, by the Holy Spirit was saying to me so that I knew that I could control. And I knew that, yes, I can do this. Amen. And thank God He's so good to us to help us in that way. And He can help you in any circumstance that way. I had... This was... Uh, it'll be three years. Yeah, it was three years. Three years ago. I had this place come up on my tongue. And at first I just thought it was one of those little canker sores or whatever they are, you know. But it didn't go away. And it got white. And then another one kind of started a little bit, but not very. And it went away. So I asked my doctor about it when I had my annual checkup. And he said, well, I'm going to send you to a... a uh, ear, nose, and throat person and have them look at that. So I went and he did this uh, CAT scan and he said, uh, well, he said, that's that's cancer. He said, that's a little cancer on your tongue. And he said, it's just topical right now and it's not going to affect anything. But if you leave it there, it will go, grow into your tongue and then you'll have an issue. Yeah. So I said, okay, what do I do? And he said, well, the only way you can get those off is by surgery. I said, okay, let's get it off. Yeah. So we set up, made, set up the surgery time. And in between that, I was going on vacation. So I spent all my free time on vacation just listening to healing scriptures, reading healing scriptures, thanking the Lord every day that there was no cancer in my body because they were expecting to find some roots somewhere in my tongue. There's no uh, cancer in my body. I have received my miracle. Therefore, I walk in healing, health, and wholeness, and I am the healed, the cured, and the whole. Hallelujah. So, I went back home after vacation, had the surgery, and my little doctor, he's a young young doctor, and um, he said to me before the surgery, he said, you understand there's a possibility, and I said, doctor, I said, I understand what you're saying, but I said, my God has given me a miracle and there will be no cancer. And he, he's, he's real shy kind of, and he got real, got real red in the face and he said, well, if you believe what you say, then that, that's how to be. That's what he said to me. 
So I said, okay, thank you. So we had the surgery, and it was real interesting. He said, I'll, he said, my assistant will call you when we get the results back. But he, he called me. And I could tell when he, he said, he said, Miss Harrison, this is Dr. Gant. And I said, yes. And he said, uh, I just had to call you, and I could hear the, the joy in his voice. He said, I just had to call you myself, because those t- tests came back, and there was no cancer whatsoever Amen. in any of it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, why? Because I did what I need to do according to the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit inspired me and helped me speak forth that which I need to say every day. Every day. You know, you don't have to have 15 scriptures. He gave me one scripture. And I spoke that scripture every day. And I thank, and and I thank God it just came out of my spirit one day when I, when I was speaking that scripture. And he said, understand this, I live in you, I'm the healer, so the healing anointing abides within you. So every day I'd say, thank you, Lord, your healing anointing abides within me from the top of my head, the tips of my toes, inside and out. Every ounce of my being is full of the healing anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, I am the healed, the cured, and the whole. And I remain the healed, the cured, and the whole. Hallelujah. But that comes from inspiration of the Holy Spirit. What do you have to do? You have to believe it, receive it, and speak it. And I still speak it. I still speak it. Absolutely. Because uh, it's the truth of the Word of God, and it's operating in my life. Glory to God. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. But this is all because of the Holy Spirit and because of the fullness that He has given to us if we just draw on Him. He's not going to force you to do anything. The enemy is the one that forces, not God. Not God. He says, I will speak gently to you. You listen and you obey. You know, he's not, and you know, the Holy Spirit's speaking all the time. But we don't hear him because we're so busy with life. Busy with busyness. That we don't hear. We don't take the time to hear. When you don't know what to do, take the time to hear. Get quiet and listen. I can remember, this was just about, oh, it was probably six months after Buddy went to heaven. I was going out on my first meeting from that time. And I was sitting in my little my little library off of my bedroom studying, sitting in my chair. And I had my Bible on my lap and books all around me. And I was writing down some things and just studying, you know, for that meeting. And all of a sudden, I had this weird feeling just come all over me. And I immediately thought, what is that? That is weird. And I didn't just sit there and kept thinking about it and what is that? No. I just said, okay, Holy Spirit, what is this? And immediately, he said, it's the spirit of grief trying to take hold of you. Yeah. And without thinking, I just jumped up out of my chair. I mean, books went flying, you know, my Bible went flying, my pen went flying, you know, but I didn't care. I said, oh, no, you don't, Mr. Devil. Amen. Oh, no, you don't. You're not putting the spirit of grief on me, first of all, because I don't receive it. And second of all, I don't have to receive it. And third of all, you are invited in here. 
So go in the name of Jesus. And then I started walking down my hallway praying in tongues. And I prayed in tongues until I had a total victory, a total release. And then I just started rejoicing. Glory to God. And that has not bothered me since. And it won't. Why? Because I did what I know to do because the Holy Spirit told me what it was because I asked Him. There's a lot of times that things that go on in our life and we don't ask, okay, what's going on? How can I handle this? How can I change this? He'll tell you. He's just waiting for you to ask. He's a gentleman. And God did not make us robots. Right. Hallelujah. He gave us a free will, a will of our own. <coughs> and we can choose. So it's a matter of what you choose to do. Amen. What excuse me. What do you choose to do? I need a drink of water, please. And <laughs> getting carried away here. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> These are just everyday things that happen in life. But we have the answer. Yes. And we can have it by the Holy Spirit anytime, any place. Yes. Wherever we are, He's always with us. We just have to draw on Him. Just like He said that His mercies are new every morning. All you have to do is receive them. Draw on them. Say, thank you, Lord, for your mercies that are new this morning. I draw on them. How this day? I draw on them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Same way with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all that you are to me. And I draw on you this day. I need wisdom this day in this area, and I draw on you. I thank you. I thank you, Holy Spirit. I need you to to uh, uh, help me be an advocate for me today in this situation. I'm drawing on you. And you know what he does? He is. All the time. All the time. And this was many, many, many years ago. Uh, we used to work for my dad. Uh, my husband was general manager. We worked for my dad for 10 years. And when we moved to Tulsa, we were buying a building. And, my, of course, my dad was traveling all the time. Excuse me. So Buddy had to go to the bank to work out and negotiate all the issues and everything in the buying of the building. And so that night I could tell he was just kind of stewing a bit. And I said, what's happening? And he said, well, he said, you know, I'm young and I'm new in this and I'm not sure I know everything and we'll understand everything and, and get this right. And I said, well, you know what? We'll just pray and you'll have peace and you'll sleep good. And then the morning before you leave, and we just ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom. And in that wisdom, you'll have understanding and speak forth what needs to be spoken. Be quiet when you need to be quiet. And you'll get what what we had requested. And so we did that. So he was fine. He went to the meeting. And when he came home, he just grinning from ear to ear. And I said, what happened? He said, well, you know, it's really funny. He said, we're in that those negotiations and everything was going fine. We came to this one place. And the bankers didn't exactly know how to handle it. And I just said under my breath, Holy Spirit, I draw wisdom from you. And he said, all of a sudden, I had this understanding in my spirit. And he said, well, what about if we do this and this and this, and then that will take care of that, and this will take care of itself. And there were three of them in there with him. And they all looked at him, and he, they said, Young man, you are, have wisdom beyond your years. That will work perfectly. We had not even thought of it. 
Well, what is that? The Holy Spirit. Yes, that's right. What do you do? You draw on Him. And what did we do? We got the negotiations that we had desired that we felt was right. Why? Because He drew on the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. And that... Everyday life with the Holy Spirit. That's what I say. Everyday life with the Holy Spirit. Always brings us into (laughs) the perfection of God. Praise God. I love that. Don't you? I'm so grateful for that. I don't know what time I started, so I guess it doesn't matter what time I stop. <laughs> no, I'm not going to keep you here all night. But I just, I just feel so um, impelled to give you these instructions to help you in your everyday life with the Holy Spirit, because you can live every day in the flow of the Holy Spirit. You just have to make the decision and do it. You have to make that decision. I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. It's going to work in my life. (laughs) And I'll have God's plan for my life all the time. Hallelujah. We just have to be careful not to get too busy with busyness. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank God the Holy Spirit just, just... Oh, he's so good to us. And he's there to help us. Uh, Scarlett mentioned that little CD I have on uh, Who is the Holy Ghost. And that was just a sermon that I had, I was in a meeting. And I had taught on this before, but not like that. But anyway, and the Holy Spirit, I mean, five minutes before I was supposed to get up and speak, the Holy Spirit, I said, I want you to say, talk about who is the Holy Ghost. So I thought, Okay. <laughs> but I went over to where it talks about who the Holy Ghost is. You know, it says, He is our what? Comforter, our advocate, our helper. It goes on and on. I can't even think of them right now. But, but He is everything that we need in any situation. So, I, by the Spirit of God, I just talked about each one of those. Each one of those points. And if you want to know who the Holy Ghost is, then get that little Amen. that little CD. It'll tell you. <laughs> and when it gets through, because of the anointing, you'll be so excited you won't know what to do. Amen. Because you've learned who the Holy Spirit is, and who He is is who He is to you. And I used to say this all the time, and I don't always say it, but I love the Holy Ghost. And the reason I love the Holy Ghost is because He's everything to me that Jesus said He would be. Hallelujah. And you know what? If He's not everything to you that Jesus said He would be, there's only one reason. You're not allowing Him to be. That's the only reason. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. God is so good, isn't He? I just love it. I love the Holy Ghost. I'm just so thankful that Jesus said when he went away that he was going to leave the Holy Spirit here for us. I'm so thankful, so grateful. He not only left us his word, but he left us the Holy Spirit that brings understanding to us and revelation to us about this word so that we can walk in it on a daily basis. He did that for us. Hallelujah. That should put, make you, you know, just want to rejoice. Hallelujah. Sometimes I have a hard time because 
I can't get around like I used to always. And I can't dance like I used to. You know, I lift one leg and then the other. Hallelujah. <laughs> but at least I'm rejoicing. There's not anything in this earth that's going to allow me to lose my joy. Why? Because I got the Holy Ghost. I got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Because I got the Holy Ghost. I got joy. I got the Holy Ghost. And I got joy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Huh. I well, you know, I'm just going to obey God. Uh, this just keeps coming up in my spirit, so I'm going to do it, okay? Yeah, do it. I let my be up. I just, by the Spirit of God, just the love of God drawing me, and by the Spirit of God, uh, the Spirit of God is saying to you that there is no reason for any worry, any doubt, any fear, or anything that the enemy would try to come against you in your mind. None. Because he says, I'm going to see to it that this that you are, are, are going through will be the easiest thing that you've ever done in the natural. Because he said, I'm going to see to it that there is no pain. I'm going to see to it that your therapy is easy and quick and you shall heal supernaturally. That means quickly. That's what he said. That means quickly. So just rejoice every day. When the enemy tries to come against you, rejoice. 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 And it shall be just as he has said this night. Just rejoice. Hallelujah. Because no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. And it doesn't matter how God sees to to bring something to good. What matters is how you take hold of it and receive and flow with Him. And He says, You are. You are. You are. Going through this. Going through this easily and quickly. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord forever. And all you have left to do is rejoice. All you have left to do is rejoice. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And you know, you know, there is a, a place in Him that you have been several times but you draw back because in the natural it's a little frightening but the Lord's saying I want you to move forward in that that's part of your calling and it's part of the spirit that and the anointing that lies within you and upon you therefore I want you to move forth in that <laughs> move forth in that move forth in that hallelujah and the battle that's been raging in your family is changing even as I speak. Yes. Even as I speak, it is changing. And I'm seeing to it. And it will change completely according to my word and what I have said and what is truth. 
So you have nothing to do but rejoice and move yourself into the place that I'm calling you with the anointing that I have placed upon you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The anointing of the living God flowing in you. Ah, Baba Bea, Yira Boa. We'll go there farther later. And you know, I'm going to tell you something. Okay, I was drawn by the Holy Spirit to Rhonda because the Holy Spirit wanted to uh, bring encouragement to her, bring... Uh, understanding to her and make her know that yes he's working on her behalf (laughs) and then as I was doing that it was just the love of God who I am the love of God within me just drew me to Cindy I didn't know what I was going to say well I didn't know what I was going to say to Rhonda either but what I'm saying is I didn't know how I was supposed to minister to her except I was drawn by love to her yes and as I opened my mouth and yielded myself by faith to the Holy Spirit, then He spoke forth to her. And that's how the Holy Spirit works. Hallelujah. You have to be willing and operate your faith and say, Yes, Lord, I know this is you. I will do it. Hallelujah. 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 And Cindy, I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, no, he's not lost and he will not be lost. He will not be. He will not be. Hallelujah. Praise God. He is, I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying this, he is maturing and as he matures, he will recognize. He will recognize where he's come from. And what he has knowledge of is right, and he'll begin to walk back in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you just receive that and expect it. And say that every day. I thank you, Lord. He's not lost. He's finding his way as he matures. Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes some people just need to take time, have time to mature uh, in, in their in their in this life as, as a human. I guess what I'm trying to say. You know, they need to have time, have time to mature. And boys or gentlemen, sometimes it's slower with them than it is women. And I, and the reason being is because God made woman to be completing to man, so they have to grow faster and mature faster, so when the man comes in their life, they're at the place where they can be completing to him. Does that make sense? So that's important that we understand these things. It's all in the Word. <laughs> and we have to understand it, recognize it, and walk in it. Another thing... The Spirit of God is saying, Rhonda, is your husband is there for you and don't push him out. Don't push him out. He's there for you. He wants to be there for you, even though it may not seem like it. Because he doesn't know how to handle himself in these situations. But he wants to be there with you. Amen. 
Hallelujah. I think you knew that, but you just needed that that um, comfort of that, knowing that confirmation. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's just praise God. Hallelujah. I praise you, Lord, for your goodness. I thank you, Lord, for your word, for your precious Holy Spirit. Oh, there's none like you, oh Lord, none like you. Thank you for Jesus in the name of Jesus. Name above all names. The name of Jesus. I believe the Spirit of the Lord is saying there's someone here that you had an issue. See if I can turn around here. Right in here in your in your back where it just it's just it's not a, a really bad, bad pain, but it's just a uh what is it, aggravating, irritating uh situation that you're aware of all the time. And he said if you come up here you will be relieved. Hallelujah. Is there anybody? It's me. I don't believe the Spirit of the Lord would say that. Come on, whoever it is. Hallelujah. There could be more than one. Just come right over here, darling. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Which side is yours on? This side. Yeah. This side. Right in here. Let's move up this way just a little bit. See the matahaha. Hasselia, Spirit of God said, Haha, you are healed and you are whole. No more in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Whoo, mama, mama, mama. Which side is yours on? It's here. Right in here, yeah? Yep. Yep. I've had it checked the, the, the MRI, they just says nothing. Yeah, well, it's but just it, a, it's a devil. It's bothers. It's ears. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Huh? The healing power flows into this body and we say no more in the name of Jesus. Yes. No more. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, receive it. Yes, ha 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more. No more. Ha <laughs> ha. No more. Hallelujah. No more. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. We speak the living life of the healing power of the Lord Jesus Christ into this body in the name of Jesus. And we say, devil, take your hands off in the name of Jesus. Healed, whole, and set free in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Shall not be anymore. Ha ha ha. You foul, irritating pain. You stop in the name of Jesus. You have to go from this body. She is relieved now in the Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. No more. No more. 
no more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You too? Right here. In the name of Jesus. Yes, you have to go. In the name of Jesus. And the healing power flows. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you up here? Yes. Which side? You foul spirit, the infirmity trying to hold on to her. I say you let her go in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, the healing power flows. Yes. No more, no more, no more. Ha! Thank you, Jesus. It is so, it is so, it is so. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is so, it is so in the name of Jesus. 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 Yes, sir. Bad, bad knees. Over 70 years. Selimala. 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 Ha ha. Ho ho. It's okay if we put our hands on your knee? Okay, Cindy, you put your hands on there and I'll put my hands on you. In the name of Jesus, the healing power flows into this body. And we say this body has to respond to the healing power of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' holy name. No more, no more, no more. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now receive that healing power into your body and thank Him for it. Ha, 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 ha. Yes, it is. There it goes. There it goes. Woo! You have nothing left to do but thank God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Pain gone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is your pain gone? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Is it gone? Yes, hallelujah. Amen and amen and amen. To God, hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. That's the healing power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What He does, He does well. All you have to do is receive it. How about you? To God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to pray for your wrist? Might as well while the healing power is flowing. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. You rest. You come in line with the word of God. And the healing power flows now in Jesus' name. And you you are whole in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. No pain, only wholeness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, ma'am. I'd like to stand in the gap for my daughter's mother-in-law. She has a terrible um, uh, shingles. Oh, my son Oh, yes. In the name of Jesus. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Yes, Lord, 
that your person here stands in the gap for this person, Father. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over those shingles. We say you have to leave her body. All that pain leaves in the name of Jesus. And those nerves are healed and whole. In the holy name of Jesus, it is so. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let me ask you this. If we have a cloth and lay hands on it, can you get it to her? Okay, well, we'll do that. I want to do that. Okay? Okay. Uh, do you have a handkerchief or a cloth that I could lay my hands on? Hallelujah. I want to give it to her. The Lord just prompted me to do that, so I want to do that in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <coughs> How you doing there? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Receiving? Are you receiving? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. The healing anointing is flowing into this this shawl, Father. And we thank you that it is given to this lady, Father, that every symptom, everything that the devil has tried to come against her with leaves. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you for the healing anointing flowing. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. What's left to do? Praise God. We praise you, Lord. We give you glory and praise and honor. Hallelujah. What is it? Can you sing a song about praising God? Hallelujah. We need to praise God. Hallelujah.